Good morning. Welcome to the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. And this week, I'm focusing on the intersection of the gospel and prophecy. It's Gospel Prophecy Week here on the End Time. And today I'm looking at how the two are intertwined. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the greatest good news ever delivered to men and to a man or woman. Jesus Christ is the greatest person ever to walk the earth. His message of sin, judgment, atonement, repentance, and peace is the best news a person could ever hear. Most people on earth do not believe this. The gospel is the good news of Jesus. Is judgment good news? No, but it's a necessary part of the pre-good news. We must understand our condition from the moment of birth to the moment of death with the knowledge that we are born sinners. Romans 3.23 and 6.23. Sinners cannot live with a holy God. In fact, our sin enrages him. Psalm 7.11. We are transgressors on his earth. James 2.9. And his wrath abides on us. Our end will be a just punishment in hell. But God... For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. John 3.16 Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. John 3.18 Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever rejects the Son will not see life. Instead, the wrath of God remains on him. John 3.36 For it is my Father's will that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. John 6.40 Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will live, even though he dies. John eleven twenty five. I hope we're getting the idea and remembering that Jesus is the way to eternal life and only Jesus. However, we must repent of our sins first. In other words, we must acknowledge our sin, renounce it, and turn to him for eternal assistance in pursuing the holiness a relationship with him requires. He will justify us, which means declare us righteous instead of a sinner in his judicial sentence. He will give us his spirit as a guarantee of that assistance because our innate nature will not allow us to do that on our own. And from then on, we pursue righteousness as explained in his word. The rest of our believing life, no matter how long or short it is, we pursue righteousness in ever-increasing sanctification. 
When the Lord calls us to his home in heaven, we are glorified. This means we are given a body fit for eternal life that can withstand the weight of holy glory shining from Jesus. In between justification and glorification, and alongside sanctification, is prophecy. We are given the mind of Christ at the moment of justification. At that point, when we read the Bible, we can understand it. 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This new mind will understand God's word, which is his revelation of himself and his plans to us. His will for us is revealed, and we now know how to live according to his will, and we now understand what will happen in the future. His will for us includes working on earth in knowledge of the future, our future, and the future of the lost. In other words, prophecy. John 16, 12 to 15 says, I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them at present. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me, for he will take from mine and will disclose it to you. All things the Father has are mine. This is why I said that he takes from mine and discloses it to you. Now the commentary on that passage explaining it from Barnes Notes says, Things to come. Probably this means the meaning of things which were to take place after the time Jesus was speaking to them, to wit, the design of his death, the nature of the changes which were to take place in the Jewish nation. And it is also true that the apostles were inspired by the Holy Spirit to predict future events which would take place in the church and the world. See Acts 11.28, Acts 20.29, Acts 21.11. 1 Timothy 4, 1 to 3, 2 Timothy 3, 2 Peter 1, 14, and the whole book of Revelation. And that's the end of the Barnes Notes commentary on John 16. Now, the Word of God has the historical narratives, wisdom literature, epistles, etc., which are all fuel for our living. But prophecy should be fuel also. The result of knowing the prophetic passages and the future of God's plan, the result should be to fan the flames of our ardor for reaching the lost. We alone know what is to come. The very next event on the prophetic agenda of the Lord is the removal of his church from earth while his son pours out wrath on the remaining peoples. In light of this, how should we be? Fervent for the gospel, that's what. Prophetic passages in forthtelling proclaim God's sovereignty by showing his will and plan 
for saints and sinners. Once we realize the horror of eternal judgment in hell, the horror of the upcoming tribulation, the horror of being a sinner in the hands of a holy God who holds the cup of judgment aloft, ready to pour, we should run to our Bibles to refresh ourselves on the great gospel and preach it with all we've got. Sometimes we can get wound up in the things that make our attention from the number one job drift away. Intra-denominational scuffles may arise, and those are important to address. Battling false teachings are important to wade into. Theological wrestling on this or that point are always ongoing. But let's not forget the main reason for us being here while we're here, sharing the gospel and making disciples. So, to that end, on the blog, I have a clip from Paul Washer on the gospel, speaking to Todd Frio about what the gospel is and why it's so important. And if you go on to the blog, click it and refresh yourself in the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, this has been another episode of the End Time Blog Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Prada. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.